came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Okay, I'm going to start off today with yet another reason to respect David Lee Roth. Now, you remember the dust-up in the last couple of weeks between he and Gene Simmons, and David Lee Roth only had one response, and it was awesome. This, of course, as a result of Gene Simmons insulting him, flat-out insulting him, after he is not part of the new KISS tour. Of course, David Lee Roth was the opener in the early part of the KISS tour. Gene Simmons fell flat on his face, essentially saying he was over the hill, David Lee Roth, and compared him to an old fat Elvis, etc. Went back later and said, I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. Oh, my God. And so the best part of it was David Lee Roth's response, 18 posts on Instagram, the identical photo of a young kid with shades on flipping the bird, saying Roth to Simmons, love it. Okay, now there's this. For the stadium tour, which of course has been now postponed twice, set to go in June of 2022, as you know, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett, apparently David Lee Roth was asked to join the tour, but he declined. Now whether one of these other bands underneath Motley Crue is a replacement, don't know. But either way, according to the Los Angeles Times, David Lee Roth was asked to be on that tour. He said, no, thank you. And the quote is, I don't open for bands that I influenced. That's amazing. Absolutely love that. Okay, on to Dee Snider, who I like more and more as the years go on as well. Although he says, looking back, he wasn't really all that likable back in the day. He said he was an a-hole. He was asked about David Crosby, who appeared in a documentary called Echo in the Canyon. Great documentary. I guess hosted by Jacob Dylan would be the word. It's about the Laurel Canyon scene in California back in the day. Now, this would be Crosby, Stills, and Nash. This would be Joni Mitchell. This would be Neil Young. All of these people. Great documentary. At one point, David Crosby in the documentary says... The band broke up, this is Crosby, Stills, and Nash, or it could have been the birds he was talking about. The band broke up because I was an a-hole. Dee Snyder says, I get what he was saying. It's funny because I watched the documentary. I didn't really care for David Crosby until he said that. And Dee Snyder says he said to himself, you know what? We can agree on something. I was an a-hole too. That acknowledgement that it was you. No, it wasn't them. It was you. All of a sudden, I'm like, I like David. So he was asked if he was that kind of guy. And he said, this is Dee Snyder now, He said, I made people miserable. I got worse and worse and worse. We auditioned drummers before A.J. Perrow came on board, and we found a drummer. This is before we're signed, but I was already tyrannical and strict. The guy got the gig, was a huge fan of the band because we were popular regionally, and I said, here's the rules. All right, no girls, nobody backstage, no partying. I ran down this list. This guy listened, and he went, okay, listen, I'm going to just pass on this opportunity. D. Snyder said that this guy said, can I just play one song with you guys? I'll never grow up now. He said it was a song we'd played in the clubs. They played it in the audition, and the guy says, okay, thanks very much. I appreciate the opportunity, but it's not for me. And he walked away. D. Snyder, always very honest, and now saying, yeah, I was an a-hole. Uh. And finally, this is kind of interesting. Of course, you remember, especially there was a show here in Winnipeg where it happened during the 80s and 90s, Guns N' Roses Notorious for starting shows after their scheduled set time. Well, according to Matt Sorum, those performances when they started late were actually better because of it. He says, when I talk about being backstage and we're two hours late and I'm frustrated, once we get up there, it was just all out rock and roll. He said the pent-up aggression among himself and his bandmates, often due to backstage arguments, fueled the concerts. 
He said, we were just throwing down because there was a lot of frustration, anger, anxiety, but it brought the show to a whole new level. The crowd was fired up because they were angry that we were late. But once we got out there, some nights were just absolutely on fire. I take great pride in that period in my life. He says, it was a great gift that I was there at that time with that particular lineup. And he says he's totally fine that he's moved on. He said that was just the way of the universe, that he took another path, and he is doing just fine. I dig that from Matt Sorum as well. Three stand-up guys, I think. Matt Sorum, Dee Snyder, and David Lee Roth. That is the classic Rock Files.